Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Tyra. Ooh. Ooh, we're going to need some interns or something. <laughs> Not interns. Interns. <laughs> we're going to need somebody who's willing to spend some time with us and... And um, just be behind the be camera. Be behind the camera, right. Because, like... I can only do but so much. Yeah, it's just a lot to, to look at. And literally, it's tragic, but... Yeah. Um, we, we make it work. Right. One day... I'm going to be a pro at this shit, but, you know, sometimes it's okay to ask for help, y'all. Yeah. Don't mind the sign in the back. It's not on, but... It's not working. Yeah, it's not working. Again. Right. Let's be clear, right? It's pick. It's being picky choosy now. You would think we use it all the time. We only use it once a week. So ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my eyeball done. Ooh. My shit freshy. But it kind of hurt when I rub it because she done cut me. If you get your eyebrows threaded, I don't even know why we put ourselves through this shit. I will go a lifetime. I won't say a lifetime, but I will go long as hell before I do my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll get them done. And then, like, a week and a half, they're already growing back. And I'll be like, whatever. I won't go until I have, like, something big happening. Yeah. Most times, I'll just, like, hit it with the little thing. Nice. Yeah, I do my own eyebrows. I used to thread them, but now my eyebrows don't grow. I like actually that. have not seen you do your eyebrows. I, ha- I get them done. Yeah, since I met you. Yeah, I literally don't have to anymore. Must be nice. It's the alopecia. Nah, that's another issue that I deal with, y'all. I have so much health concerns. Please, God, someone, <laughs> someone's doing buhedia on me, y'all. But it's okay. Um. Anyways, let's catch up with. Our weekends. Yo, we did so much stuff this weekend. We're always doing something. It's I know, not- right? Like every weekend there's something. Like we had a baby shower. I had like this little mixer. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot you had the mixer. Yeah, we went out. And then I went out with my sister to this bar called JoJo's in North Jersey that you have to go to. And then we went out again. So we were just out and about. <laughs> Sometimes you just. Oh, and then we went to New York. Oh yeah! Wow, <laughs> we did a lot this week, and that's that's a lot of events. Like I would go In to like fun, we would go from days. one event to the next event. Yeah, I think yeah. we gotta chill off that though. Nah, we we we're done. I think like we're hitting a burnout phase, and I think we're trying to avoid hitting like like we're not accepting the fact that we need to chill, so we keep going until some shit happens. Or we keep saying yes. Yeah, but it's not until that some shit happens that we're like, all right, we need to keep we our ass at home. home. Uh huh. Like we now we doing too much, right? But the reason why it's like I like to go out to like gay clubs because that is the only place that I am guaranteed to probably see somebody that listens to the podcast. <laughs> I swear to God, every time we go to a gay club, at least one person. So it's like it's nice to see people who listen to the podcast and like who we have conversations with. Granted, it'd be so loud and crazy. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to just, like, get to meet people. It just sucks that you can't really talk to them for long. And I feel like when we go out, we get a lot of love from people. But this weekend, there was some hate. Like, there was some hate. <laughs> a lot of hate. But I'm going to save that for a Patreon because it's just, it, it got crazy. It got crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's crazy because I feel like we were so gassed. So, okay, we finally went to 626. Let's start there. If you don't know what that is, uh, 626 is, I guess, it is a gay bar, no? 
Yeah, but you know something? I have a comment about 626 because I was gassing 626. For the for, longest for time. The longest. For the longest. For the like, longest. Like the way that I gas Woody's. Yeah, I was like, we got to go to 626. Like it's popping. They got a rooftop. They got the downstairs. When we got there, rooftop was closed. Yeah. Already annoyed because now it's going to be packed. But there was something about, okay, so like. I don't know what it was. It was like, there was a lot of gay guys and I love me the gay guys, but they were playing a lot of like house music and a lot of like um, gay music. And I love gay music, but sometimes I'll be wanting to listen to my Spanish music, my Bad Bunny. And they had like a mix of that. But I just It feel, was just too much mixing. Like, yo, like the mix will go from some, like from one thing to the next. And I'm like, what yeah, happened here? It was happening We really were listening to the Spanish music and then you went to... I just Something feel like there were, it was a he was in a phase of like I have a lot of people pleasing to do like let me hit this one let me hit that one let me right. hit a little bit of everything mm-hmm. from everywhere, um, but it was it was like a quick switch up yeah, and I I don't know the vibe was just it was it was chill it was fun but I feel like maybe the reason why I gassed it so much is because when I went it was like when I was like coming out mm-hmm. so I was just like living my best. <laughs> And I've probably only been there twice before, mm. before the pandemic at that. So this is the first time I've been since the pandemic. Yikes. Yeah, crazy world. I mean, it was all right when we initially got in there, but uh-huh. the turn of events that eventually took place, it was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So we left. Yeah, we bounced. We ended up going somewhere. We like, went to right Portas, Portas, which is right next door, and I I like Portas too because they have good music. They had way better music, and too. they have food too, which was kind of crazy to me because I was like, wow, for it's like right next this, to it. it, like the DJ in there was like serving. He was but the jumping. rooftop was closed. But for, well. I was like, for some, well, like, why is it not jumping in here? Like it should be. Like in Portas, yeah, it was a little quiet. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Um. But yeah, we did 626. We had her friend's baby shower, which was the cutest thing ever. I hadn't been to a baby shower in a really long time. So Yeah, they was playing games. It was fun. Yeah, they had their own little open bar. The food was bussing. Mm-hmm. So I, I like And my friend, she um she wasn't planning on having a baby shower. And she did this shit like all like in two weeks. Yeah, she and did a actually, really good job for last minute. Decorations was on point, food was on point, the bar. And they were getting litty. Mm-hmm. And that's where we went to before. Uh, 626. 626. That's right? why I be saying we be doing too much. Like, stay home. Like, we should've, yeah, we should have just, like, steaded it at the baby shower. Stay home. No, me and Jojo said that we're no longer doing clubs. We're going to, like, restaurants and, like, brunches. And that's it. <laughs> like, we're doing chill stuff or we're going to be doing things at home. Ya está bueno. She said wholesome things. Ya está bueno, bro. Because it's like, I don't like going out and, and shit gets ruined. People want to fight. Like, it's like, I don't like the bad energy. Not that it ruins my night because I'm not letting nobody ruin my night. But at the same time, it's just like an ick. Yeah, you know? all that for what? Right. And I and I feel like I've always felt safe in gay bars and gay clubs until we went to 626. Nothing against them. It's just the people that were there that night. Yeah. It got really weird. Ratchet. Like, I don't know. And I'm not for the shits, but whatever. Shit yeah. happens. Um, we can't be loved everywhere, right? I mean, you know, sometimes me and Georgia, we talk about these things and we're like, like we'll read your questions, which is, gets like the most attraction on social media, right? 
just because we got like a hundred thousand views on a video doesn't mean that that's how many people are listening to the podcast obviously and we're answering questions we only get like little clips here and there and sometimes we think to ourselves what if someone's getting offended because we're talking about them or we're talking to their girlfriend and telling their girl their, their girlfriend like yeah dump her yeah she's toxic like you know so it's like there has to be a gay person out there who's like these bitches are talking about me and i don't fuck with that first of all our what can we do listen one we are not professionals we're not right? we're just we giving not, you our opinion you asked for our opinion right yeah exactly it's not professional advice people are gonna do what they want to do at the end of the day some people just don't have other people to turn to and you know we say take our shit with a grain of salt like it's not it's not bible it's not legit it's just through our experiences so it's like don't take the offense out on us like you know that shit you got to deal with with your partner or fuck if you're not gonna deal with it then don't like I mean, but the people that need to listen to that aren't listening to this. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't sure. expect them to, but I'm sure, like, the way social media is set up, you know, mm-hmm. you you start scrolling by shit and shit just pops up. So, I just be thinking, like, oh, wow. Like, maybe, like, what happens if, like, we pop up on somebody's For You page one day and they're like, oh, yeah. And then they kind of recognize the story. Like, like hold and on. Like, hold up. The shoe fits. Yeah. But again, one plus one is two. That's not on no no shady shit. Like we don't give our opinion and and like our personal experiences as advice to, you know, be hurtful to anyone. Yeah. Um. You know, people just ask and and we try to just give them what they ask for. Um. So you gotta take that up with home girl. <laughs> right. But besides that, how was your real estate mixer? It was fun. Um, I have said before that I'm studying for, like, um, the exam. I still, I still like my full time job. That's still obviously in the plans. But I want, I want like a, you know, a side hustle because I feel like that's just the way to go nowadays. Like, just one income just isn't enough, truly. Um, at least for my lifestyle and like what I want. And I went, even though I didn't have my license, because I wanted to make some connections. And the people who were running the event, they're called Lux Listings. And they're, like, official. I'm not saying I'm interested in joining them, but I just wanted to be around, like, the atmosphere and talk to people and things. But, yo, they um, they had so much cool stuff. Like, they had an open bar, first of all, and it was free. Open bar. It was all black attire. Literally, everyone in there was wearing black. That's fine. Everybody. Um, like, nobody came in, like, with the wrong dress code, which was popping. Because I feel like people never, they won't be trying to dress. I'm about to say, I feel like for the most part, black is easy. So easy. You can always count on people to wear black. It's right. the white that's just iffy because white yeah. isn't everybody's color. Right, right. So. I'm not a white person, but go ahead. No, and they had, like, really nice decorations. They had, like, this, like, ice sculpture where they were putting pouring tequila out of it. And then, like, you would just, like, hold hold your little shot at the bottom and then take the shot. Um, what else did they have? They had, like, some food. They were passing around some food. And, yeah, you just talk to people. So I did recognize some people because it's from up north. And it was, like, in Newark. And there was this guy there who 
him or his brother used to date my older sister. And I saw him and I told my sister, because I, I went with my sister, I'm like, I think that's him. But whatever, I'm not the type to start a conversation with, with any guy, because guys be getting like the wrong impression. So I'm like, nah, I'm just going to say to myself. But then he comes up to me, he was like, oh my God, I recognize you. Like, um, whatever, we started talking and then he ended up introducing his, us to his friends. And it was a mixer, but the music was so loud that it was a little bit difficult to hear people. But I, I worked through that. But I was asking for people's business cards, adding them on Instagram. And it was, like, super chill. Like, I like the vibes for sure. Like, I would definitely go again. And if you're interested in your license, I recommend um, going to one of their events in the future because you just never know the connections you make. Um, with real estate, it's really about all the connections. Yeah. And the reason why I want to do it is because... I'm sure there's a lot of LGBTQ couples out there that don't feel comfortable or safe with just any real estate agent. And like, even though I don't look gay, I feel like if they were to do their research, they would see. Cause I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to plan to like make my social media page, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I liked it. And right after that, I went to JoJo's with my sister. And there was two guys in JoJo's trying to get my number. Ooh. Yeah. I went with my sister and her friends, and they were pretty young. Like, not that young, but they were like 23, 24, 25. Um, and then one of them was like, oh, I'm subscribed to your podcast. And I thought he was being funny. And I'm like, no, you're not. He was like, yeah, I am, whatever. Like, I, I, I am subscribed to your podcast. Um, and then we were talking because like he wants to like really get into podcasting or whatever. And then somebody had said something. Then I was like, yeah, my, me and my girlfriend host a podcast. Like we talk about, he was like, what you should talk about? I said LGBTQ topics. And then I was like, hold on, let me show you a picture of her. So I go on Instagram and I go show a picture of you and I show a picture of us. And you know what they started doing? They started zooming into Jojo's pictures to look at her tattoos. They're like, oh, she tatted. She tatted. I'm like, yeah, she is. <laughs> um, but they were fun. I mean, they were young. We were talking about relationships and stuff. And then I'm walking to the bathroom. Some guy approaches me, blah, blah, blah. And then one of the little guys that we're with that are my sister's friends, he's like, yo, that's my big sis. Like, you watch yourself. And I'm like, you're crazy. So then I go to the bar. I'm at the bar. And then some other guy comes up to me, talking to me, whatever. And then he's like, can I have your number? I said, no. Like, I'm in a relationship. I'm faithful. I love showing people pictures. I'm like, yeah, that's me and my girlfriend. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the worst. Uh, anyway, um, aside from that, we did our uh, media dinner again. If you've seen our um, Instagram, we did it with Lemongrass in New York, Brooklyn, right? Mm -hmm. So good. Thai, it's a Thai restaurant. So if you're in or around that area, I would suggest checking them out because they mm -hmm. had really good food, drinks, dessert, everything mm -hmm. from top to bottom. We loved it. Um, that was actually our second time doing a media dining for them where we basically just eat for free and do content for their uh, establishment. Um, yeah. And then- But we, even if we didn't, we would still recommend yeah. this restaurant. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, We yeah, love yeah, Thai yeah. food, but the food was actually, I mean- The food was just good. really good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, and we it, didn't- It's not crazy expensive either. Like, no. you know, sometimes New York be getting so wild, wild yeah, with no. the prices. I think that if 
we didn't like it, we wouldn't have went the second time. No. At all. Like, if we don't like something, we don't like something. But it was really, really good. Um, I kind of wish we had some places out here like that. Um, and then after that, we I took on a date, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went to this spot called Interm. Intern? Intern. Intern. I think it's Whatever. Intern. I am something. I don't know. It's like this cool ass interactive, um, like interspace type thing. I don't know. It's just cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. So again, if you're in New York, that was in where was that one in? That was like by um Chinatown. Ma- back in Manhattan, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So look like them near up. Near Soho, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Look them up, check them out. That's a good date option or idea if you, you know, looking for something. Anyway, that's it for our catch up. Pretty long catch up. Yeah. Jeez Louise. (laughs) Don't get bored, y'all. Yeah, that part. (laughs) All right. So you guys are always sending in questions about how do you flirt? Um, how do you how do you know if a girl's into you? How do you flirt in person and how do you do it? on instagram or like through social media we actually see that a lot i feel like and it's just it's almost hard for me to answer because i feel like everybody everybody's different everybody has like different ways of flirting mm-hmm. and just like everyone likes different things and consider different things as flirting mm-hmm. um but i think the one thing that we forget here is that it's not supposed to be hard y'all it's not mm-hmm. supposed to be hard and scary and weird. Like, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. So I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to think about how we're going to talk to someone or show someone that we're interested. And one of the things I think that, I, and I've said this before on here, is that um, one of the things I always remember hearing from someone was, even if you get rejected, like, there are going to be people that are going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And... You have to remember that if that person rejects you, you're never going to see him again. So what the fuck does it matter if you mm-hmm. get rejected? You know, uh, rejection is an uncomfortable feeling. We know that. Yeah. And I think like when it first happens, we kind of don't know how to deal with that. Like it, it's embarrassing. But the older you get, you kind of realize like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'll never see this person again. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember that. Yeah. You'll never see him again. Or it'll work out. Mm-hmm. And you do see him again. It's that simple. Literally. Literally. Damn. Do you think you're a good flirt? <laughs> um, I don't think I'm not. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh-huh. thinking about like, wow. Like, what was flir- flirting like for me? Because I can't even remember uh-huh. like how it went with you. I almost felt like it didn't work with you. The flirting? Yeah. So like... You're laughing. I don't like it. I'm just laughing. I'm mm. trying to like remember. I don't know. I can't remember much, but I do like, I, I don't know. I know that for me, um, I flirting for me is like a playful thing. You know, like I, I do the playful flirting and like the, the compliments here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, I don't know, like it's just saying smart things or like, you know, mm-hmm. Sometimes being a smart ass is cute for some people. Yeah. Um, which I think that that didn't work with you. And like, I rely on my, um, I don't want to say my jokes because I don't just be out here making jokes, but I, I can say that for like 
the most part, I rely on my humor mm -hmm. um, and making people like laugh and being funny. Um, but I also felt like that didn't work for you. Really? Yeah. Mm. I wasn't cracking up? No. Mm. No, you're... I want to say that you're hard, but you're not. And and it's crazy because I see you laugh at so many other people. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is she laughing at? It wasn't that funny. <laughs> but whatever. It's way easier to flirt with guys. Oh, absolutely. 110%. Like so easy. But they, it's like a joke. They think... I actually read something that said that like to for women, it's just like, how much more obvious can I be? Because mm. guys are kind of oblivious. But at the same time, I also had read that like guys, some of the some guys do have a way where they're like a polite flirt mm -hmm. because they don't want to come off aggressive. Yeah. So then it it's not as like I don't know. Yeah. Explain that. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes it comes off corny. Yeah. Or like you're doing too much, or like you're trying too hard, and it's just it's giving friend zone. Yeah, and it's just like it's just it's just not it. What's flirting for you? I took a one of these little quizzes. The quiz was super long though, so I, I don't even recommend it. Yeah, the quiz is so long though. I was like, what is going on? Oh. And it said that I was a sincere flirt. Like, All right. What? Am I jumping ahead? Well, because I didn't give any types. Okay. Explain what they are then. Because there's <laughs> there's different flirt styles, y'all. Yeah, so I yo, know. every time I feel like I'm searching up some, I'm finding a new set of styles or something. Like I know we're all different and I know we have our ways, but hot damn. So we've talked about attachment styles, argument styles, like what the hell? So now I'm like, there's flirting styles too. Wow. Yeah. Who me... wrote the book? Right, 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 right. So I I'll actually tell you who came up with the whole flirting style thing. So I believe the man's name is Jeffrey Hall. Establishes five flirting styles. I don't know why that was so hard. Um, physical, polite, playful, sincere, and traditional. It said that he used he used the data from five thousand eHarmony users back in two thousand seven. Oh, eHarmony. Yeah. People still use that. Apparently. Mm. All right. So the flirting types. The first one is physical. Physical flirting focuses on body language and physical touch. Um, like an example, eye contact, arm, hand touching, leg crossing, uncrossing, standing a certain way. Like if you open up your body towards someone, obviously you're kind of welcome welcoming them into your space type mm -hmm. shit. Or like the playful teasing. But it must be consensual. Mm -hmm. Don't go touching people and like, you know, interrupting interrupting their space without like permission, y'all. Mm -hmm. Be respectful. Uh, the second one is playful flirting, which involves teasing and bantering with the other person in a lighthearted and fun way. It may involve making jokes or puns, using sarcasm or engaging in witty banter. Playful flirting can help to create a relaxed and enjoyable atmosphere and a good way to break the ice. That's me. I'm that person. The playful? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, number three is polite flirting. Polite flirting involves being courteous and respectful to, uh, to the other person. It may involve complimenting them, showing interest in their hobbies um, and interests. Or being polite and attentive. Polite flirting styles may help you be more approachable and is a good way to show interest without being too forward. 
Number four is traditional flirting. I really didn't understand that. And then I read it and I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Traditional flirting involves adhering to traditional gender roles and social norms. It may involve the man taking the lead and pursuing the woman or the woman being coy and doom, doomer, dim, dimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, traditional flirting can be charming and romantic, but it can also be limiting and reinforcing outdated gender stereotypes. Number five is sincere flirting. Sincere flirting involves expressing genuine interest in the other person and getting to know them better. It may involve asking questions, listening attentively, and showing empathy. Sincere flirting can help to build a deeper connection between two people and can lead to a more meaningful relationship. That's what I got. Why? She said, why? What do you mean? I don't know. That's what I got. I think I could be a mix of both. A mix of both what? I could be a mix of like playful or sincere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like with playful, I feel like I don't care about the consequences. Like I'm just playing with you. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, I don't care. But sincere, it's like I want to put my best interest. Like I want. Like, this is intentional. Like, you're, right. This is not, like, I'm not playing with you. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, so, playful, I feel like it really depends on the setting for me. Like, I feel like if I was at a bar, playful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess that mm-hmm. I, that makes sense. I wouldn't have thought that the environment changed it. I mean, I think for me, like, I've always kept it the same, where it's mm-hmm. just, like, that playful flirting. Mm-hmm. But, um I guess sincere when I when I started dating you because mm-hmm. I knew the playful wasn't working. It um, was. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I think I I think like my flirting with you initially was like in like through text messages and shit, mm-hmm. and then when we finally would hang out, I'd be a little like cute and but I was actually a little nervous with her, so I was just like I don't I'm still like feeling you her really out. Were. I I was because I was just like you know she's. I don't know. Like, you give, like, such, like, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, what? Like, kind of like you just. Mm, calling me bougie or something? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Um, nah, because I, I don't know. I, you just kind of got to know who you're talking to, I guess. Ideal. I really had to, like, you know, put my big boy jacket on and be like, all right, I got to come with some good shit. <laughs> Um, but That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I was nervous, but you know, I got comfortable, and I was like, "Oh, it's yeah. all good." I mean, I was nervous too. I didn't look. Did I look nervous? No, I was nervous. Mm-mm. Like for our first day, you know, I went to go get a car wash. <laughs> Why? Because I was like, I'm not gonna have this girl in a dirty car. I didn't even think that I was going to get in her car. Oh, you thought you were gonna drive? I don't. I don't know what. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I didn't know. We <laughs> thought I was gonna take an Uber or something. Yeah. No. Have like a private I didn't, chauffeur or something. I did private chauffeur. You know what the no. fuck I mean? A private driver. You said it right. Oh, I thought I said it wrong. No. Oh no, I just didn't know if it was like a, I'm gonna follow you type of thing or Girl, like please. You know, initially I thought I was like gonna. If meet we're going you. on a date, we're gonna be driving together. I see, but I don't know that. Like, like I've no, met when people, you go to Jersey City, the people. parking is terrible. All right, so then that makes sense. Uh-huh. But I've like I've gone on dates and we met each other there, type shit. You know? Oh, I guess that's good because like if it's terrible, you could just leave. 
Yeah. Like, how would this? how would that even have happened? What happened if it ended up bad and you wanted to leave? I would have left you there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I mean, either Uber. way, you would have had to bring me back because we did come back. Yeah, and yeah. We just kicked it out. Yeah, your I mean, I've had I've had bad dates and I had to drive them back. I wonder what would have happened if I was like, no, I think I'm gonna go home. That's fine. I would have <laughs> respected that because it was late. It it was, but I essentially like I did get there a little later in the day too, so it was like. Our date kind of low-key just started only three hours ago. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. But yeah, uh, playful. I don't know what be, would be another one for me. Um, I like as it said in the description, like playful for me is just the making us feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been the person who has felt weird and like shy and wasn't much of a flirt. Was mm-hmm. very like soft-spoken and quiet. Um, and then you know, I again I realized that it didn't matter if somebody rejected me like at the end of the day there was going to be somebody who was going to say yes so I stopped giving a fuck and I made it fun um I think I think that's the most important thing like knowing and being okay that you might get rejected yeah like it's it's like literally (laughs) it's gonna happen and people can reject you for different reasons so I would never take that personal like they could reject you because they're already taken or they're mm-hmm. t- already talking to somebody. They're honestly really just not looking, working on themselves. There's literally so many reasons. Yeah, it's not because you're not cute yeah. or, you know, none of that weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like, damn, I was going to say something. Oh, I lost your train you of thought. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I think what helped me too was that um, when I played sports, I used to talk shit. Like talking shit, it was just ah. a thing for me. So that he oh, was like one of the guys. So yeah, so I kind of like played off of that. Oh, Lord. And um, for me, that was like my flirting tactic because I was like, she either gonna like it or it's gonna make her feel weird. And guess what? Now I got uh-huh. her off her game type shit. Uh-huh. Um, and it was about a fifty-fifty for me. It, this it is why worked. I never played sports. <laughs> It was out of 50-50 because it worked. It got girls' attention. And at the same time, it was just like, you know, I would hit you with like, the ball. Nah. <laughs> what you say? Yeah, right? <laughs> and I'm like, girl, you better stop. I like that shit. Like, I'm that type of person. So, yeah. That was good times. I bet. Um, Physical, too, <laughs> though, because I do think, like, when I got more comfortable with flirting, I was like, all right, like as, as girls, we like the more obvious thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, again, that become, that's because, um, guys don't always pick up on those cues. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got girls who like do that little hair tuck and then mm-hmm. they smile and you know, the eye contact, keeping the eye contact is where it's at. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. Like when you're walking through a bar, I know that people walk and they're like, looking straight mm-hmm. but if you're really out here trying to look for somebody gonna, you should be you're gonna, looking you're gonna cop. You, you should yeah. be looking or like you should be your eyes should just be looking because once you make eye contact with someone and they stay for a little while and they mm-hmm. do that little smile then you know to find them you know it's like you playing tag low key with each other yeah. like once you spot somebody in the room that's got your attention uh-huh. you like kind of keep an eye on them to know where their whereabouts are in yeah. this room so that way like if i see them again and i shoot them that you know mm-hmm. little smile with the eye contact then i know all right maybe it's time for me to go talk to her yeah um honestly i think that that also is like my open 
before like I do the whole playful thing. Cause I mean, how else are you going to talk to somebody other than just going up to them, right? You kind of want to know and feel out if they're even going to give you that um, opportunity to come into their space, you know? Yeah. Um, but like with that, I feel like it gets complicated when you go out to gay bars because you don't know who's with their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do people, like, I feel like you really got to look you and don't make know who's sure. your friends and who's the couples. Because you don't want no drama with these girls. They're feisty and crazy. First of all, I want to be very clear. We're at a, we're at our big age where we should be comfortable enough to go out with our significant other and not feel insecure about the fact that somebody is going to come up to my partner and That's tell a them right and tell them that they're you know they're beautiful or trying to hit at them you know like at the end of the day I have to trust that my partner is gonna do the necessary thing to inform that person that they're here with someone I shouldn't have to jump in front of her and be like nah she's taken. That's weird. That's weird. That throws off the vibe. That's hella uncomfortable. And then that shows my partner that I'm not, like, I don't trust her. I'm not, like, she can't talk for herself. Yeah, you got to let them handle it first. Yeah, let's see how they go about it. If you you feel like, okay, that wasn't the necessary way to go about it, pull your partner to the side and be like, listen, I'd appreciate it if this is how you went about it. Mm -hmm. It will make me feel more comfortable that way. But that whole jumping on other people, like, pe- people don't know that you're with this person unless you're fucking sucking face with this person. Right. You know? And, and that's not kind of our style. We don't go in all, like, on each other and stuff, you know? Um, so I guess I could understand how you may not know that we're together, and that's okay. Um, but, like, you know, just it's not always going to be other people, like... Sometimes yeah. you gotta fucking control yourself and have some manners as well. You don't gotta jump on people and get all crazy. So that's like the hard part. But I do feel like we're in a very obviously high social media dating nowadays and just like apps. So I feel like most of the time people are finding other gay people on social media. Mm-hmm. Social media is is makes things easier. It does. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's a it softens the blow to a rejection just a little bit. It I don't think that it's that much um like rejection is going to to bother you regardless. It's gonna be a sense of embarrass embarrassment. Um, whether it's in person or in your phone. Um, but I think that it like social media allows it to be a little bit more easier because mm-hmm. it's literally just a fucking cat and mouse game you know mm-hmm. you follow somebody they follow you back you watch their story they're watching your story you react to their story they react to your story now you're in the dms like it's you're liking each other's pictures like that that back and forth playing tag shit it, it's meant like that tactic is meant to show interest yeah and if it's not if you're not interested like obviously they wouldn't do it mm-hmm. um like with me and her i showed interest and I mean, she tried to swerve me for a second, but I, I tried try again because it was, it was, it was, it was like a confusion point. I was like, hmm, like, do I need to try harder or I don't know? It was, you was giving a little like, all right. I was keeping her on her toes. I was keeping her guessing. Listen, I wasn't trying to come off easy. It happened quick, though. It wasn't like on some, we were following each other forever. Like, if you see somebody you're interested in, I'm not saying- Stop wasting time. No, I'm not saying do it as soon as you follow them, but at the same time, like, don't wait six months to slide in the zone, you know? 
I think like again with me and her it was like I I don't know how long she followed me before I noticed her follow, but I followed her and then maybe a couple days later I forgot I followed her and she popped up on my on my um stories and I was like who's this? And then I went through her shit and I was like oh shit. And then that's when I did like a little reaction on her, on her IG story and then she like just hearted it or like smiled at it i don't know she gave me some type of emoji and i was like that's fucking corny well, like where's the conversation at? like what, what am i gonna do with a reaction i don't know you followed me <laughs> <laughs> um i don't was it just a reaction it was like you could have even hit me with a thank you like oh. it, that's two <laughs> words like a thank you would it would have opened up for me thanks yeah, T- perfect. T- and I've been like, you're very welcome. Like, T-H-N-X. Yup, and Thanks. that would have been, it, it would. it's a word, that's fine. An emoji, that's just like. Like I said, I was playing right. hard to get, keeping her on her toes. Okay, when I met JoJo, like I said, she was popping on TikTok. I mean, she still is, but she had a lot of followers. And like, I wasn't on TikTok like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, this girl, she got groupies. Like, she, she just got girls on her phone. She's just a player. Like, I'm not. I'm not falling for it. So I was no. surprised that you followed me back. That's all. I was too. <laughs> but You were surprised you followed me back? Because I really, really, something told me to like literally look at your, your page. Uh-huh. Like I had a bunch of followers and mm. I just wasn't looking you for You followed me shit. back because it said Jersey. No. I forget. Oh, it was something in her bio. I did click on her shit and I was like, who this? My bio I just has happened. been the same. I just so happened to want to look at it, and I was as I was looking at it, I did see that it was it was like Virgo, and then it was like Jersey. So I was like, oh. And then when I seen her story, I was like, oh, she up north. I was like, I need me an up north shorty. <laughs> I didn't even need a Spanish girl. So that's how that happened. But it was funny because when I text her, she was like, I didn't expect you to text me. I was like, what you give me your number for then? <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Like, I don't know. Play hard I to was going to text you, girl. <laughs> I ain't got time to play. I just got out of playing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. She was ready. We was at different stages, but here we are. <laughs> I thought that, that was funny because she had mentioned earlier. She was like, yeah, um, the person I was dating before. And I looked at her. And I, I was zoned because I. Obviously, we talk about, like, our past experiences here, but, like, I know it's coming. Like, we're intentionally talking about it. But she just randomly came out of nowhere as we're watching something and was like, yeah, da 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 It was in relation to what we were watching, but I didn't expect it. Like, other than here, those conversations aren't really brought up. So, when she said it, I was like, I'll let her finish. I didn't say anything, but I was like. Yeah. The fact that I just had to picture you dating people before me was a ick. Yeah, I <laughs> like, dated I dated people before. That's you. crazy. Obviously, that's crazy. but I'm also looking at you on the sofa like, oh shit, but I'm dating you now. Yeah. Well, like not. But I'm with you right now. Like Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> like I'm your person. Uh-huh. Okay. Crazy worlds. Yeah. Crazy worlds. It's just nutty when you get into realization of your reality. Yeah. But that's besides the point. It is. Okay, so back to the flirting. I have a question for you. When you were, like, more feminine, did you ever talk to a femme? See, that was a thing for me, too, is that I would forget. Like, my personality is is 
a little bit more like it's gotten like aggressive, mm-hmm. I guess so to say, where I have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I would present more feminine, I would still be like Leading the it. aggressor. Right. Yeah. And I would forget like, oh, bitch, mm-hmm. you like, you're not in your, you know, in your Tommy uh-huh. fit, you know? Right. Um, you're not giving mass energy yeah. in your presentation right now. But I don't even think it matters with your presentation, honestly. I have never dated a femme, but I have heard that, like, femme-on-femme flirting is tragic. Because it's kind of like, oh, I like your outfit, and then the other person's like, oh, I like your outfit, and then it's like, okay. Like, th- nothing happens. Like, no, there's, no, but you know, nobody's making moves. But I feel like if I was dating a femme, I would be the one making moves. Because I hate, I just hate this I hate stagnant shit. I'm about to say, I think it's kind of crazy because we were we were watching Hoochie Daddies. Oh, my God. <laughs> we was watching oh Hoochie God. Daddies and they they had them go out getting numbers or something on the no, beach. No, but please explain to people what Hoochie Daddies is for people who haven't watched it. We have to finish it. We started it, but we haven't finished it. But it's, I was baffled. It's kind of crazy because it's like when we watch things, like I want to watch, like I wish there was like a, just a... A gay television channel or something. <laughs> I think like I want to watch gay related things, okay. and you know we don't have that much. And I feel like when we do find it, it's always like some UK or like Spain stuff. You know, like we find shit on Netflix, but it's always like again UK related and Spain related, and I love that. And I'm like, why don't we have that? Mm-hmm. Um, so we ended up going. We were hearing about Hoochie Daddies on TikTok, and we we're like, let's see what this is. It's on Tubi, um, which is free. Yeah, and it is the cringiest and most countryest shit ever. Yeah, it's like someone took a, they took like their iPhone and they just started recording like that, and then they just uploaded it. Yeah, I mean it's like it's ratchet, but at the same time it's like entertaining. Yeah, first episode. Well, it's only a house full of studs. Yes, masculine woman. Yes. Like I don't know, like eight or nine, ten. I don't and know, something like that. Yeah. And they all walk in, in the house one at a time. They even got a damn song. <laughs> and in the first episode, two masks, two like two studs there started fighting. Yeah. I'm like, this is so typical of y'all. I don't know, because Femmes be getting into they it really too. Do. It's annoying. Um, but yeah, it was no, and then in the second episode, that's when it gets crazy. It it, it was just a lot. It was a lot. You you might need to fast forward some shit because you're like, all right, y'all keep arguing about the same thing. Who's gonna throw a punch first? <laughs> yeah. Just get it over with. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't like watching people argue. That just, back and forth ow. shit is just too much. <laughs> so I'm not all that into drama. Um, but it was just funny because in the scene where they they do challenges and shit. One of the challenges happened to be that they had to go on the beach and get people's numbers, whoever got the most number, da, 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 I don't know. We never we stopped there. Um but one of them were talking about like I don't I don't usually like I don't do this basically. Oh. Like they don't they don't usually approach people like they get uh-huh. approached. And I was I remember you saying that one time. I was like, wow, now I think about it, I guess it makes sense. Like I actually know a lot of studs who don't approach females, like they get approached. And I don't know if that's it's just easier because like as a 
more masculine presenting a uh, female when you walk into a space where you don't know who's gay because everyone's like more feminine presenting. So it's like, you don't want to just be like, you know, shooting your shot with someone who you don't essentially know likes girls as well. Um, that is just like a, whatever I'm an obvious point out, you know, as a masculine presenting individual, when I walk into a space, mm -hmm. it's obvious to most people. And I hate to say it's kind of stereotypical because I'm more masculine so that people are going to look at me and be like, ah, she's gay. Mm -hmm. Always. And so that's, that like brings the attention to you. So I was like, damn, I guess that makes sense. But at the same time, it's just like, how? I guess they just come across a lot of like dominant femme girls. That don't make you dominant though. Ideal. I don't know. What, what, what is it? I don't know. Like, do you feel like that makes you dominant because you are? No, you're, I you think that's more? more of like a... That wording, like dominant femme, I think people mean that like in the bedroom, but mm. they just meet like outspoken, not yeah. shy, right? Very just a, just confident, a very approachable, right? Uh -huh. Confident and approachable. Person. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought that that was kind of crazy, and I was like, "Wow, is it that studs really aren't out here like approaching these girls? Good for them." I mean. I get it. I've again, like I said, I've walked Must into spaces nice. and people just kind of attach towards me, and it makes it easier. But, um, mm, yeah, that's just interesting. Yeah, you want to get into tips? Kind of some stuff that I already said, but um, basically, like, how do you know if they're interested or not interested? So, like, if you want to know how they're interested in person, again, it's just, like, that body language, paying attention to the body language. Are they being open towards you or welcoming towards you to come into their space? Are they giving you that eye contact or a little bit of that, you know, hair tuck with the smile, you know? Um, you kind of got to pay attention to some of those, um, like, body Details. languages and mm -hmm. those, yeah, those cues. Um Another one is like entertaining the conversation. If you go up to them and you happen to talk to them, are they keeping conversation or are they kind of like, Blah. yeah, kind of just one worded, not engaged, mm -hmm. you know, kind of just spinning off on you. Um, and complimenting, like, are they complimenting you as you're complimenting them? Like, you know, that's kind of like the cute shit. Like, mm -hmm. I think compliments are like the easiest. I, I don't want to say the easiest because like you said, as feminine females like when they compliment each other they just think oh you're just being nice yeah um they don't really take it as a like oh you might actually think i'm cute like mm -hmm. you might actually like me um so how would you like do that what like in a sense of like femme on femme how do you think like you would show another femme that you were like interested more than just like i think you're cute like See, I feel like it's so hard for fans. Like, one of you guys definitely has to, like, be more um, forward. So, but, like, what does that look like for you? Like, if I'm a femme and you thought I was cute and you were just like, I don't want to say this in a friendly manner. Mm -hmm. I actually think that you're attractive. Like, I'm attracted to you. Mm -hmm. That's how I would say it, actually. But how would you present i don't know her. i feel like i would i would take it as if i'm talking to like anybody i don't know like i i feel like if you know that i'm gay and you're flirting with me then then you're gay too that makes <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> i 
Does that make sense? I mean, like yeah. I feel like, all right. So like, if you see my social media, you see that I'm constantly posting things that are like are gay related. You know, I'm gay. So it's like, and yeah, but, you, and then, I, but I don't know if you're gay, but it's like, but you know, I'm gay. So you're flirting with me. But I feel like you really got to ask people, are you flirting with me? Yeah. I think you're flirting with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, because then that also brings up the idea of like, oh, just because I'm gay, I like every woman. Right, right, and right. And that is not the case at mm, all. That's true. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, I'm not fucking flirting with you and no, just because I'm, you know that I'm gay, that I think you're flirting with me. Mm-hmm. That's a negative, which is why we need to clear this up. Mm-hmm. Are you flirting with me? Yeah, you got to ask them. Yeah. Honestly. It's always going to be hard for femme, femme on femme, honestly. You just can't respond or say things in a way that you would tell your friend. Mm-hmm. It's hard to differentiate. And, and like, I said this before, like the high-pitched voice is just not going to do it for you. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Where'd you get your nails done? Oh, can you tell me your nail tech? Oh, Lord. Like, no. Like, the high-pitchedness. Talk at a regular I tone. think the touchy, the touchy feely thing too. is that like a work. really big thing. Oh, like for sure. If you are like, I think your nails are really nice. Like, yeah, you super touching them. Like, all right, girl, oh, you big. already swiped your fingers through your my nails. Hands are sweaty. Do you have to say that? Yes, we know my hands are sweaty. <laughs> but I feel like that OD, like touching and like mm-hmm. that, it kind of like. For some people, that's, they don't realize that they're yeah. doing it, and that's kind of just how they, they right. talk and like how their mannerism is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think for some people, that is like a really big yeah. indicator of like, I'm flirting with you. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I think another sign is like, if they're talking to you and they're like getting mad close to you. Yeah. Like, it's like, all right, it's not that loud in here, girl. Like, I that can part. hear you. Or like, I don't know where they're just like mention that like they're bisexual or like they some gay shit pops up where they have to mention that they dated someone who was a girl or they're bisexual or blah 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 blah. it's like yeah i know what you're doing mm-hmm. i know yeah. what you're doing they're, they're really shooting <clears throat> the shot mm-hmm. they're throwing the pitch for sure that's what's up though uh-huh and i also another sign is like i remember i went out with a friend <clears throat> and there was this like super feminine girl and I feel like she was, like, flirting with me. And she was, like, mad close. And I'm, like, all right, like, I can hear you from here. And after I went to the bathroom and I told my friend, that girl is flirting with me, right? And she was, like, she definitely is. You got to ask your friend. Because I feel like sometimes we could be naive and think, like, oh, no, she's just being friendly. But, like, if something in your gut is telling you, I think this girl's flirting with me, then it's possibly that she is. So you got to ask your friend, am I dumb or like what? Like what's going on here? Because I'm sensing some flirtiness, but this girl looks straight. So I don't know what to do. All right. So that's like noticing the signs and giving tips in person. Again, on social media, like I said, it's just a fucking cat and mouse game, y'all. You play the liking card, you know, liking their pictures, reacting to their stories. You know, you compliment them in their DMs or some shit. You know, you start up conversation and where it goes from there is where it goes from there. However, if they just like your shit and don't give any type of response or like, you know, they don't follow you back or they're just not DMing you, leaving you on red. Listen, take that on the chin and move on. Do not keep DMing them. Do not keep liking their shit. I'm not, like, if you want to keep following them, that's fine. But again, you shot your shot. You just got to take it on the chin if they're, you're not getting any response. Don't yeah. continue, like, badgering them and shit, you know? Yeah. And Because also for me, I feel like people can be weird on social media, right? Like, 
people love to blast people on social media. And what I mean by that is like motherfuckers will go and screenshot the conversation and they're already sending it to half their group chat, but now they want to put it on their story. Like you don't even follow them. Like, yeah, like corny shit. And I think like that's one of the things that I kind of don't like about social media is just like one when like the same thing through DM and text messaging, when like things can get misconstrued, you can't really read my tone and like my humor and my flirtatiousness. So it's like, you really got to write it in a way where it sounds, you know, like you, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's kind of corny because people can't read a certain way, you know? And people also can't read sarcasm. Yeah. And I'm a very sarcastic person. So I feel like that just does not work. You have to be like legit straightforward and upfront through messaging Mm -hmm. but yeah people get weird and just kind of like are being corny and like dismissive or disrespectful and it's just like all right so i don't do anything more than like if you ain't answer me you ain't answer me i said what i said and that was what it was um and that's it y'all just gotta move from that but yeah that's really it um i'll tag the articles in the subscription if y'all want to read more um jaunty.org that's where i got some of the uh styles of flirting Mm -hmm. but it has so much more than that actually this is what has what is flirting behavior what are the different types of flirting it gives you the five ones that we've talked about it actually adds to more witty flirting and subtle flirting Mm -hmm. i didn't go over those um what are flirting mistakes to avoid um which flirting styles are best and so much more so again click on that bio that'll i mean click the link that will be in the description and get a read on that all right let's get into the family meeting we need like a little sound soundboard all right first question I've been dating a woman for a month and a half. From the first moment we exchanged messages in an app, I felt a connection. We agreed to meet up and the date was amazing. We were intimate very early. She felt things she felt things were too serious too soon and wanted to slow down. She did introduce me as her girlfriend, but now when we speak, we're dating and seeing each other. She says she wants a relationship with me but wants to slow down. When should the title of girlfriend be used? She she used it and then she took it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think whenever I have introduced somebody I was dating. Um, I feel like I don't know how she introduced her as her girlfriend, but I feel like in that, if she didn't <clears throat> if they didn't start dating, introduce them as their name. Mm-hmm. This is Dyra. This is Jojo. I'm usually You like- don't have to say this is my friend or this is my girlfriend. I think, like, for, I, I'll just be like, this is such and such. Yeah. yeah. I've done that. Or I'll just be like, it's my friend, mm-hmm. if it was my friend. But I really think it depends who, like, I was talking to. But I can understand how it's kind of annoying when you have to introduce this person because you're, like, when you're in that stage where you don't have, like, you don't know what you're doing or you're not on the girlfriend end, but, like, you guys are talking. Yeah. You know, you're, like, it's just annoying to have to explain to someone, like, oh, yeah, this is the person I'm talking to, such and such, like, so that you kind of know that I am talking to this person, so don't shoot the shit, but at the same time, you know? You got to give your friends a heads up, though. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Jeez. Um, 
So I do think that that's kind of annoying is trying to have to introduce this person that you're talking to, but you're not at that time yet. So like if I am fucking with you though, and like we've been, you know, talking for a little bit, I'll be like, oh, this is my girl, such and such. Mm. And that's it. Like if nobody acts, nobody out. I'm not going to say girlfriend. I'm not going to say girlfriend, which is why I'd be like, this is my girl. Oh, okay. I'm not like, this is my girlfriend. This is my girl, which kind of just insists that like I'm talking to this person, but it's not my official shorty. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it makes sense. Okay, next question. I'm 23 years old and still live with my strict sister and her family. However, I haven't moved out because I'm not financially stable yet. I recently started talking to an old girlfriend who I now have a small thing with, but I feel like I constantly constantly let her down and I'm not there for her as much as I want to because I always have to ask my sister for permission to go out. And she usually always says no. I don't want to lose the girl I'm talking to, but my sister also never tries to understand my point of view when I talk about how I shouldn't have to be asking her for permission to go out or sleep over, or even be there for the girl or anyone else that doesn't involve my family. Yeah, if you're 23 years old, they got to cut it. <laughs> but I know that there's like certain family members like that they're like, this is my house, my rules. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you're 23, like you're, you're not a kid. Mm-hmm. And who is your sister to tell you what to do with your life? Jesus. Oh. I hate that shit. Like, I don't know how, like, I mean, everyone's family is different, but I wish my sister would be like that. I'd be like, you are out your mind. I think that it depends because you do have, like, some siblings who actually happen to be, like, a parental, you know, Mm -hmm. part, like, part of their siblings' lives. Um, So they kind of just, like, naturally have that sense of, like, supervision with them. But, again, I, like... I think it's kind of crazy too because it's like, yo, you my sister. Like, yeah, regardless of the age gap, like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say grown, but like, listen, I'm 23. Like, I gotta, I gotta learn, I gotta live. Like, what we doing? I can understand there being like house rules, whatever. It's your house. It makes sense. I'll follow them as long as I'm staying here. But in terms of asking for permission to step out, Mm. that's a hard negative for yeah, me no, you gotta, gotta put your but i can out. understand like how like you feel like you're kind of disappointing and letting your girl down because it, it is it is a weird thing you know to be like i'm 23 you know i should be able to do what i'm gonna do i'm curious to know like if if this person like pays any bills in the house right because i would be like yeah this is not going paying bills here you can't tell me what to do yeah but even if you don't you're an adult Mm-hmm. And I could see why her girlfriend's frustrated. Mm-hmm. So you need to step up to your family. Uh, again, when you're staying in other people's houses, I get the being respectful part of it. But at the same time, it's just like if I have to ask you for permission to do like things outside the house, outside the home, that's uh, that's crazy. That's out of pocket. Yeah, I agree. Lords, I wish you luck. I hope you guys come to an understanding. Maybe that's a conversation for you two to have too. Mm-hmm. And you have to remind her, listen, I'm not that kid anymore. You have to respect me just as I respect you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, have trust in me that I could be responsible enough to do the things that I need to do when I'm not in this house. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Bye. Bye. Deuce, Bye. Deuce, mother goose.